Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I'm Tim Diesel. And today I want to give you guys a little bonus, uh, not really a bonus, more of a, a trick, a tactic that I use in my business. And it's the three-month strategy. And I've been using this for years, but now I can see how it could help a lot of uh, investors and primarily in multifamily, but you could also use it in other commercial uh, assets that you own. And you could always go online, www.dieselcommercial.com, and you can always get uh, tips and uh, strategies on anything else and any of the articles that I write. You can reach out to me or anything else you, you can't find there. Just reach out to me and I'll help you out with it. So um, this is something I started using about a little over 10 years ago. And what happened was... I had a property and it was a 10 unit and I remember that we, every time I'd get a tenant in there, um, a couple months down the road, I would realize this tenant was a problem and unfortunately, uh, the lease protects the tenant and it gives them the right to those four walls for however long they sign a lease. So if you have a two bedroom apartment and you sign a lease for 12 months, you own that property or that little piece of section for 12 months or however long your lease is, right? Same thing with an office building. If you rent out an office for three years, for three years, that's yours. So it really limits what you can do. And if you're renting out a one-bedroom unit and really someone doesn't break their lease, it's very difficult to kick them out. And evict them unless uh, something extreme happens, right? They um, uh, something criminal of, of some sort. You just can't say, "Hey, I'm tired of you," or "I want to raise your rent." Or you really you're limited to what you can do. And I uh, would speak to attorneys and other property owners, and no one really knew a way around this because there really isn't. You're kind of stuck. So I've talked about this before, but what I do whenever I'm leasing out a new uh, uh, unit and I'm really unsure about the situation. And most of the time, uh, unless I really get a good vibe from it, I am a little unsure. What I do is I have a little 90-day probation period and it's my little three-month strategy. Your first initial lease is for three months. If I like what I see, we can roll it in to a one-year. Now, sometimes... I roll it into a six months after that because I'm just not very sure about it. And some of you are probably thinking like, wait a minute, what if you're selling the property? Well, if you're selling the property, and I'll tell you both sides of this because I've been the investor and I've been the broker on the deal. If you're selling a property and there's units that are not leased up, what almost ha always happens is the buyer asks the seller or vice versa, hey, would you like these tenants on a lease when we close or would you rather they're not on a lease? So it's up to you. So what I thought would really hurt my sale doesn't affect your sale at all because if somebody is on a three-month lease and it takes you, I don't know, 45 days, 60 days to close a property, you can always ask the buyer, hey, would you feel more comfortable if I got these tenants on a six-month or a one-year one lease? but this is the way I operate my business. And that'll almost never be a problem. So let me tell you what this does for you. 
this eliminates the um, possibility of getting someone in there who is a problem. Because if they're a problem after month one, well, you know, bite the bullet for a couple months. It's not so terrible. Now, if you like what you see, then that's fantastic. And a lot of other things, if you notice, most apartment renters, uh, a big down payment for them is, is not very good. So you ask them for three months up front, right? Um, if you're renting the unit, let's say for $1,000. So you have first month, last month, and security deposit. Well, that's $3,000 right there. So what I usually do is, depending on how it's structured, right? Depending on where you live, what city, all that other stuff, what state. I know there's rules all over the place. But if you're getting three months up front, essentially, you're covered as the landlord because they've already paid. You hope they don't destroy it or something terrible because nothing is guaranteed. You could always lose money. Uh, But this hedges you against um, negative odds greatly. Because if they turn out to be a great tenant and in three months you don't hear from them, it's not very difficult to say, hey, look, uh, I'll keep the rent as it is. I'm not going to raise your rent or do anything funny, but we'll keep a six-month agreement or a one-year, whatever you feel more comfortable with. And it just if you have a lot of units, this is the problem. If you have a lot of units, so if if you have a 50-unit building and the biggest negative no one really talks about is if everybody is up right around Christmas, let's say, and you have a whole ton of vacancy, it's very difficult to fill up all that vacancy at once. So you're going to have to be smart and scatter them around. So if you have four people or five people in a 100-unit building that are due in one month, that's not so bad. But if you have 20 people and all their leases are coming up in April, well, be a little smart and kind of uh, maybe make a four-month on one of them move one of them down, move one of them up. It doesn't have to be a lock solid one year lease. Um, That's not usually the case. Everyone's just used to getting a one year lease. So uh, that's kind of what I use to protect myself and insulate myself sometimes. In the commercial world also, sometimes signing a three year lease is a good thing because if you have a tenant um, and let's say they're a a tax office of some sort, like an H&R block or something, well, that's not so bad. You want them in there longer, right? So you really can't do the same thing. But you can do, uh, I've done six months and nine months. You can do something smaller for a three-year um, tenant. You, pro- you probably can't do one for like a 10-year deal. So if you have um, a Gold's Gym, Gold's Gym is not going to sign the six-month. Uh, and you're not going to want to do that because if you have to do all that build-out, it doesn't make sense for you, right? You want to get your money back. But in apartments, this works wonders and uh, rather than doing a one-year lease, do a three, try it. You don't have to implement it in your business tomorrow, but this is just a strategy that I use and it helps me uh, protect myself, especially with what's going on right now. A lot of these guys that are in these long leases, you're probably thinking, oh man, uh, how am I going to get my money for the next six or seven months if they do not get like unemployment or some kind of government help? Well, if you're on a three-month lease and their lease is over, well, it's a lot easier to, I don't even say you would evict them in that case. Technically, you're asking them to leave because whatever reason, right? You're going to raise the rent or something like that. You want to fix the units up. You just have a lot more. If there's no lease there, it's much, much easier. It's a different case. I hope that was helpful. You can always go to uh, www.timdiesel.com and you can always uh, see my videos on there.
If you have any questions, comments, please reach out to me. I'd be glad to help you out with them. Thank you guys for listening.